And yes, it's that time again. Thank you for joining me for this second episode of Last Week in Gaming. Yes, it's only the second episode. We're a little baby show, just barely able to make sense of the world. But man, I'd like to say before we get started, thank you for watching last week's episode and for being so gosh darn positive and enthusiastic about it. I'm seriously overwhelmed by your strong support. And I hope that means we'll be around for a long time. I didn't have a chance to respond to all of your comments, but I did get to read all of them. And just so you know, I see you, and every comment counts towards making this show as big as it can be. So, thank you. You rule. All right, there is a lot to cover this week, so let's get started, shall we? Cats and dogs must be living together, and pigs are undoubtedly flying because Sony is finally finally opening up cross-play and cross-progression gaming on PlayStation 4. That's right, after months of the peanut gallery screaming, hey, Sony, why you no cross-play, man? Everyone else is doing it. The PlayStation gods finally gave in, making it now possible to jump off the battle bus in Fortnite on PS4 with your friends on Xbox One or Nintendo Switch. Yes, it's a magical time to be a gamer. Sony's official response on the official blog, following a comprehensive evaluation process, SIE has identified a path towards supporting cross-platform features for select third-party content. We recognize that PlayStation 4 players have been eagerly awaiting an update, and we appreciate the community's continued patience as we have navigated through this issue to find a solution. You know, I had some conversations about this a few months back with some friends and most of them said it would never happen, that Sony would never go that route, but I had hope. And you know, according to Sony's blog, this marks a policy change for them, implying they weren't down with joining the party, so to speak, when this all started. For what reason, we may never know, but instead of continuing being resistant to change, something within them must have eventually said, you know, why are we fighting it? The people want it, let's give them what what they want. And now they're even teasing that crossplay will be coming to other TBA titles as well. There is a general life lesson in here somewhere. Maybe it's that change is sometimes a good thing, and resisting change is generally a not so fun thing, especially when you're up against gamers and the internet, I'd imagine. It goes without saying that Sony was the last one to hold out here. Microsoft and Nintendo have already been playing nice with Fortnite, Minecraft, and Rocket League, but with PS4 entering the fold now, it feels like we've just entered a new and better era for online gaming, so thank you, Sony. Seriously, just think, maybe someday it won't matter going forward what system you're playing on with Call of Duty, Destiny 2, Battlefield, or Grand Theft Auto Online. No longer will your friends be divided by a piece of hardware. Ah, yes. It'll be good. Speaking of Fortnite, a spooky new season has begun for the most popular game in the world. It is the most popular game in the world right now. Yep. If you didn't know that, over 78 million people have played the Battle Royale game. That's um, what you would call a lot. Anyway, called Darkness Rising Season 6 sees a bunch of new skins like DJ Yonder, a floating island over Loot Lake that's powered by Kevin the Cube, and Shadow Stones spread out to rune sites that let you become invisible. The season arrives with patch 6.0 as well as over 100 new cosmetic items, some of which I've already mentioned, that you can unlock. And because there are so many new skin unlocks, I'll only tell you that one of my favorite skins are the fifth unlock, for the Calamity skin. 
it's like a cross between Cyberpunk and McCree and Reaper skins from Overwatch and I super dig it. But that being said, hands down the biggest addition and maybe you know where I'm going with this is Puppers. Yes, you can now have a cute little fluff on your back while trying to get that sweet Victory Royale. Now there are other pets too, by the way, but I just can't take my mind off Mr. Potato Head. That's the name of my doggo and if you laser him, I will never ever forgive you. If you thought John Wick was the boogeyman, you ain't seen nothing. Now while Sony's shift with crossplay in Fortnite Season 6 starting are obviously awesome developments in the gaming industry, one extremely sad situation occurred recently as well. Telltale Games, the studio behind The Walking Dead, The Wolf Among Us, and Tales from the Borderlands announced a majority closure that saw over 200 people lose their jobs. Since then, many developers and companies have used the hashtag TelltaleJobs to help those affected find new positions and work. And news is, they're already getting back on their feet, so best of luck to them. This week we learned what games we can play next week for free as part of Xbox Live Gold and PlayStation Plus for October. Let's start with Microsoft on Xbox One, we'll be getting the incredibly fun Overcooked and Victor Ran from 360, but also backward compatible on Xbox One are Stuntman Ignition and Hitman Blood Money. As for Sony, PS4 owners can look forward to Friday the 13th, the game, and Laser League. PlayStation 3 will see Master Reboot and The Bridge, with Vita getting Rocket Birds 2 Evolution and 2064 read-only memories. Oh yeah, and there are bonus games as well for PS Plus, Hear the Lie for PlayStation VR and PlayLink game Knowledge is Power. While we're at it, I have a little more PlayStation knowledge for you. So much Sony news today. Sony will release a Red Dead Redemption 2 PS4 Pro bundle on October 26th. The package will set you partners back $400 and includes a terabyte system with the game. Man, I bet it's going to look freaking gorgeous on the Pro. Plus we learned RDR2 has a selfie cam because everyone knows you gotta snap a pic when robbing a bank in the Wild West. It's historically factual, don't you all know that? Do ya? Spider-Man is so hot right now. In fact, Sony said the Web Slinger's PlayStation 4 exclusive adventure is the fastest selling first party game ever for PlayStation, selling 3.3 million copies in just three days. I hope this means people at Sony, Marvel, and developer Insomniac are doing the evil Peter Parker dance from Spider-Man 3 to celebrate. Yep, I know this dance by heart. Uh-huh. I never thought I'd see the day that people were horny for Bowser, but here we are. After Nintendo revealed that the Super Crown would turn Toadette into Peachette, Twitter user AYYK92 created a comic strip that sees Bowser using the power up and well, Bowsette has taken off with plenty of images and even some cosplaying. Just be careful Googling Bowsette people for your eyeballs sake. Yeah, it's a little tantalizing. Before we all become weekend warriors, I wanted to note that Sansa Stark sure is mad in the new X-Men Dark Phoenix trailer, in case you haven't seen it yet. And call me Captain Obvious, but I think Professor X may have messed up a bit with how he handled the issue with Jean Grey judging from the new teaser. Anyway, remember, this is probably the last X-Men movie before Disney takes control of the franchise thanks to the Fox buyout. So, fingers crossed, it goes out on a high note. That's it for this week, folks. Oh my gosh. Show some support if you liked this with a sub, a like, or a comment. I'll be back next week, always improving the show for you guys, so leave a comment below. And I leave you now with this Spider-Man caption viral video from at the Robert Pagan. Make sure to follow him on Twitter. I'll see you guys next week.